episode of Smoking Underground. I'm Devin, and that's Gary, who didn't pick up the cue on saying it's Gary. Oh, sorry. I thought you was pointing <laughs> towards John. Sorry about that. Yeah. And uh, and we got John in here as well. And we have John. Hey, John. Hi, John. Hi, I'm over here. Uh, we just had a, he had a discussion with us about him know. not being on the podcast, being only the producer. So... We're yeah. trying to make as much of the episode <laughs> incorporate where he can't edit it yes. out. Uh, John, John just let us know about how small we really are, you know, which is, uh, which is appropriate. Uh, yeah. Well, Devin was talking oh about short my. and sweet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, today's episode, uh, we're going to go into, uh, welcome, we're going to go into lighting styles. <laughs> See, do you really want me to talk? I really like it when you uh, talk over me. I love it. It's wonderful. Um, Yeah, I'm sure I fix that in editing. (laughs) So today we are going to be smoking the Padron 7000 Natural Series. I'm a big Padron fanatic, as everybody knows. And uh, we got a lot of great details about this one. Uh, Gare Bear, if you'd like to share them. Nick Ronald Binder, filler, and of course, Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper on the outside. Of course, uh, Connecticut seed. Connecticut seed, Ecuadorian uh, sun-grown. You're literally smoking that Ecuadorian Connecticut on the outside, sun-grown. And I'm static. I I'm am stoked. too. It's it's one of my favorite brands or companies is Padron. Because I'm like Padron yeah. and Aroa, the Davidoff. But Padron and Aroa are probably my two favorite. My two go-tos, well-priced. They can go from extremes yeah. to low ends. Well, I should say medium ends. I've, I don't think I've I like seen the them the way you ends, say that, buddy. Yes, sir. That's always the nice thing about the 7,000s, or excuse me, any of the 1,000 right. series. We're doing the 7,000 tonight, right. is the price point so friendly. It's right there with everything else, and nobody ever thinks of it. At 280, it's at a drawback because it's hidden in the uh, premium room, and it's a $10 cigar. Uh, the 1,000 series are in the premium room, too? Yep. Is that right? Wow. Okay. Yeah, all the Padrones are in there except the 50th anniversary, which is in the general humidor. But you are doing the 7,000, six and a quarter by 60, comes in a box of 26. I can't remember whether these are priced right now. As a matter of fact, I could probably look it up. I got a price sheet here somewhere. Yeah, I believe it's about 12 memorized. Because I think I looked at it. I sent a picture of it earlier, and uh, it's got the, you'll see the box in there. It'll show the price. Um, but it's about 1260 something, I think, if I remember correctly. Which is outstandingly priced for this cigar. That's a great price for this. Jumping into lighting styles, Gary and I both just jumped in headfirst with a torch. I'm going to actually light mine with cedar, but I like to char mine first with a lighter to make the cedar a little bit easier. So I'm not pulling on it. I'm just kind of getting it lit. Now, Gary, what would you say is the distinct, I don't know if you call it an advantage, but the difference between just straight light and cedar? Oh my gosh. Well, straight light, of course, is quick. It's very quick. 
Now, what I enjoy uh, about cedar as well as long matches and the long matches being, you know, they have the sulfur phosphorus on the end of it. That's fine. Uh, as long as you let that burn off, the match itself is not coated any type of, a, you know, of course, cigar matches are especially made that way where, you know, they're just wood. They just have phosphorus on the end. That's all they have to strike with. In my opinion, I thoroughly enjoy one of the techniques of cedar lighting. And the main reason is, is because it is, to me, in my opinion, it's like watching a steak cook. You literally take it and you toast the end of the cigar and you draw on it and you toast it and you draw on it and you draw on it. And to me, that anticipation leading up to the smoking of the cigar is great. And not to mention it's a, it's a purest way of doing it. It's also, I think, stands the integrity of the smoke as well as the experience. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoy that part. It's just, uh, I like getting my stuff done. I like getting my crap done. That's the reason why I go with a lighter a lot of the time. That's all. There's definitely kind of a uh, traditional romanticism about matches. And that's one of the things, especially with the cedar. Oh, yes, I agree, John. Uh, John, I think you got Devin muted no, I don't. over there. I think. Devin must have it. No, I, I had myself muted. Yeah. <laughs> you had making your, fun of me I'm blaming it on the producer yeah I didn't know who had who muted but the devil was trying to talk but, uh, this uh, is no, going to be horrible for our listeners but this is a product we're looking at for one of my new shops oh that's cool looking. oh really no no well, Ashton, no uh, it's, Ashton pie. it's really funny if uh, it's got all these cigar l- labels on it that are real but Ashton's yeah. blurred out. My father's yeah. blurred out. What is that? What 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 is? It's just a generic piece of artwork, and it's a book of matches, cigar matches. Oh, that's oh what okay, that is. I got you. Okay. It's a book of matches. Okay, yeah, yeah. Those matches are natural. They don't have. They have phosphorus tip. That's all they have. Yep. They're natural wood, so that way the the, the cigar right. doesn't get any aftertaste. That's something yeah. that's in a, in the works in a project I'm doing. That's just a product when you sample. you get into um, like what Gary was talking about with lighting and taking the time to do it versus matches versus a lighter and all that, the only caveat I would go to that is I've found, Gary, that purging halfway through, if oh, you can on. do it with a lighter and it does taste better, but I can Bring tell it. you 100% to everybody listening – that doing it with cedar is so much better. It's it's like relighting it from the beginning. Come on. Good job. Nice. I'll agree with that. That's that's good right there. It really is. Dev, I have uh, been waiting to ask this question ever since we cranked up here. And that is, number one, uh, you're not in your normal location. Uh, so... Um, you know, we're not hearing the birds chirp. We're not seeing the green grass. We're not seeing, you know, the background there. Uh, you, you you look like you're in I am. Truck. I actually Is set up right? my rig. I'm, I'm actually parked at my house. And I decided to set up my rig okay. inside okay. of my truck. I've got a sun visor put okay. up here, as you can tell. And the sun visor is not a typical oh. sun visor. So Gosh. it's actually kind of kind of fabric-y on, on one right. side. 
and I was just hoping for a little bit more sound dampening wow. out of the whole process. Um, and then I'm going to be purchasing a better microphone here soon. Uh, just to, I, I'm trying to up the quality. I'm also thinking about John doing the editing and I wanted to make sure that the little parts I can do to bring, you know, a little bit of quality, I'm going to try. So that's what I'm doing here. Gary looks a little bit frozen right. there, but I was going to say, I really like Yeah, y'all do too. I like the little hut that uh, Gary's got. That works so well. It keeps him so quiet. I'm assuming it works well for the smoking. No, it does. It works out well. I've got a link podcast description, and it'll also join our shop on online. Yeah, this is my smoke pod. So, yeah. And it uh, works out well. works out very well. It's uh, got two windows and one door. Kind of works out pretty good. About the same as a house, actually. <laughs> Two windows and one door. That's right. <laughs> Two windows, one door. Yeah. So, yeah, and I had to make the door. Well, hey, Dave, what you drinking so I today, buddy? To go, my libation of choice today was a beer instead of a whiskey. And uh, I got this at Hot okay, City. It's a local there? place around here in Birmingham. Um, and this is the mm-hmm. Stone Buenos Aires. Uh, it's a salt and lime lager. And it is okay. delightfully refreshing compared to my Cahaba Blondes or other really light lagers. I decided to start with this okay. just because I know the flavor of Padron. And I thought to myself, I don't want anything harsh right now. I want something nice and smooth mm. that's not Cahaba Blonde because Blonde's mm-hmm. very, very smooth. This one's just got just enough of a flavor to it to keep you rolling. So in the contrast of a Padron 7000 Natural and this, I mean, it, they, they work together pretty well because they don't overpower you. Okay, cool. That's what I'm cool. enjoying today. Good. So you can enjoy beer with a cigar, not just, you know, hard whiskeys and whatnot. So it seems like to me like that would be a little bit um, on the IPA oh, side, God. maybe a little no, hoppy. No, I'm yeah. not a hops person at all. You no. give me something with IP. Oh, are you not? Mm-mm. Oh, good for you. We're going to get along just fine. I can't do that it. That is great. I cannot do it. I oh, can't either. Buddy. It's disgusting. I can't either. I know some some of our viewers out there probably love it, but I like I Isla would, Scotches, yeah, like you. really peaty, grassy scotches, but I cannot stand mm-hmm. IPAs. It tastes like I'm drinking, it's going to sound really bad, but it's like you're drinking urine. Oh. It's horrible. It's just ammonia. Oh, it's wow. just nasty. Yeah. Put it in the same, excuse me, I put it in the same category as grapefruit juice. Uh, and I just can't stand grapefruit juice. Every time I taste it, it's just like, oh man, uh, that taste. Uh, a lot of people put a refreshing tip on it. Like it's, you know, uh, it's, it's yeah. got a brightness to it. And I just, it's right. just too bitter to me. And and I love, I don't know if you go this route or, don't, or what. I think you do, but I mean, I like yep. a good porter yep. or stout. Uh, I like both of yep. those, a heavy lager if you will. And I enjoyed those. Uh, but when it comes to, yeah, hops, no, I'm yeah, out. I think, I'm I think out, we buddy. found out a long time I'm ago, out, totally. a conversation we had is you and I have the same taste in beers. Yeah. We, 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 we fit in together when it comes to that. And I think a Padron is a nice accent to that. If you're talking a lower end cigar, not to name shame anybody, but like a Perdomo Fresco, which is a very mm-hmm. low end cigar. They're not bad. They're good. They're not as good as this, but they're good. Right. If yeah. you get into the aspect right. of like 
you have a, a mild beer, a mild lager, and then you have a right. cigar with almost no flavor or a very, very tame flavor because it's designed to be that way. That's the reason they can make it so cheap. Yeah. They don't go, you're not going to have a good experience <clears throat> overall. You kind of want a yin and yang effect. And the Padron 7000, as with yeah. any Padron, in my opinion, and you all know I'm a fanboy, so my credibility's dropped just a little bit because I'm going to like them almost no matter what. Right, right, right. So when saying that right there, um, Curiosity uh, would also uh, inquire the band of the Padron. I, I like I'm going to be honest band, with you, Gary. Man. It's, uh, it's a little too simple, in my opinion. It's a little too okay. simple. I wish they would do an extra okay. bit on it. Make it not necessarily like twice yeah. the size. Same same design, just bigger. Mm -hmm. Just just like twice the size. Because it's very tiny. It's very small. Yeah. And I think it does a slight injustice to the actual stick. Whereas if they made it just double the size or even 50% even, even larger. The whole band, exactly the way it's designed, yeah. about 50% larger, I think you would portray a little bit more class to the actual cigar and the cigar band. Yeah, so what you're saying is, is this particular cigar is classy enough to have a I better agree. band. I agree. And now, like I said, I'm a fanboy, so I believe all Padrones are better than most everything. But I'm trying to be unbiased when it comes to my artistic notions towards cigar bands because everybody knows I'm, I'm really big about that and as much of a fanboy as i am i just don't blanket agree that their cigar band on this one is good i think it needs to be something more now i know they don't want to spend a lot of money on making it like aroas where it's like gold inlaid and stuff like that but just right, up right. in the size yeah. of the band at least 50 percent from what it is i think you could have something just a little bit more classier take notice just a little bit more. I'm not saying change the colors, nothing, just bigger. I like that. I like that. Well, it's, it's ironic. Do you want me to argue the other uh, side? Yeah. I like the band on the cigar. <laughs> uh, John, John says, I like it a lot. It's the entry level Padron. And if you gussied up the band, made it more pronounced, it would kind of step the cigar up, I think. And Padron doesn't... Padron wants that differentiation between... That's a real well, neat way to say that word. But between the 1000 series and the 26s and the 64s and that. And I think that band does that much like uh, Sokka did with the, the Umagog. Very good. With a very simple band, very good differentiating it from just about everything else in his line, and he spends a fortune on it, on his band. Bands aren't cheap, no matter what you do. You're doing, you're comparing it to Aroa, but think Aroa's uh, your 64s and 26s in the CLE line, really. And Granted, CLE uses the tissue paper, but they don't use cellophane. So they use the tissue paper in lieu of cellophane, then have a still a simple still band a on the band. cigar. Uh, Padron still really it's still a thick band. It's still huh? it's still a wide band. It's not it's not narrow like this. Now to try to to try to go along with you, they're doing it to protect the cigar to go along with the tissue paper. Where Padron doesn't 
do a cellophane nor any sort of cigar perfection. You get what you get. It's kind of now, the traditional to, to way go, of delivering. To get a little bit more of an agreement with you, you know, I, I think I'd be okay with the cigar band staying the same size if it wasn't brown. Right. Like flip really? the invert the colors. What's brown is going to be the white color. I was going to say a creamy right. white base it with would, a brown be a text. Bit more pronounced be. Because if you look at this, and I, most of you probably won't be able to see that, but. That's what 64 and 26 have. They've got a cream. They have a it dual just needs cream to be band. More pronounced. That's all I'm there, saying is, so. is the band is just too brown. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. It's a reserve band. If you did go to that cream base band and you're sitting there in the lounge or somewhere, it's going to scream what you're smoking and. Maybe take the you band don't want to scream what you're smoking. <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you get the oils from the cigar on your hand, and it defeats the purpose of the band. Oh, That's why the band's there. You can't there. play that argument when the band is like tiny. You can't <laughs> I protect have tiny your fingers. fingers. <laughs> but this not even a lady can protect it. Talk to my girlfriend. And, I have dainty little hands. Oh, there it is. And it's not tight. It's not tight around the cigar. It's very well. Loose. That way you don't destroy the wrap. Oh dear! You can't destroy right. a wrapper on a padrone. Sorry, buddy. They're too perfect. You're on your way to a uh, little brewery, aren't you, downtown, <laughs> Devin? Yeah, we're going to my 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 crew. We're all going to Kahawa Brewery to sit down and have another smoke. No, see, and, you're, and you're going to the wrong and, wrong uh, place. You need to be going to good people. people that right. way, you can solicit them for an interview. Yeah. For the d upcoming Ducks Unlimited on, on April 24th. There we are. Now we're talking. Yeah, it might be an option. It's it's really just, honestly, it's because of rain. We have potential heavy rains coming in, and Cahaba's oh, got the dude. best cover well, for rain. I mean, the best cover. Yeah, they have a giant awning oh. that spans the entire part. Oh, of yeah. I, I've, been, I've been to Cahaba during the rain, but Good People does have an awning, and they have inside seating, too. If they let me smoke Buddy, inside, I'd be inside what, That'd be day. a place right there, wouldn't it? Man, oh man, that'd be nice. And ever since Birmingham done their smoking ban, it's just been, oh well. Now, Birmingham changed their smoking ban. Did they allow it now? Have they amended that? Uh, there's certain criteria. That's why Devin no longer does the late Saturday or Friday nights. Oh, yes. Oh, that. I remember that now. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they altered it oh. last year, and certain people are taking advantage of it. Oh. As a matter of fact, I know part of Devin's crowd is, and then there seems to be another person who showed up that I thought was part of Devin's crowd. But. Oh, okay. Really? Like, so what's the, what was the change in the restriction? That, uh, that I don't know. When Harris and I were talking about it, he just said that Birmingham changed some of their indoor smoking restrictions. And I don't know if it's a food uh, food quantity you got to sell or location or how it's all based out. But there was a change. And uh, he said there's a couple of new um, indoor smoking venues going to be popping up this year. Right. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Sounds fun. No, it sounds horrible. Yeah, sounds outstanding, man. Sounds great. Let them let them ride on that. But obviously, you guys missed my cue on promoting the Ducks Unlimited event. So speaking yeah, of Ducks Unlimited, go. just so you guys know, we have a Ducks Unlimited event <laughs> coming up. It's uh, it's going to be very I soon. Think. By the way, April, I April. just to let y'all know it's going to be Monday 
Uh, April 24th. I'm going to make sure that I speak over John. Well, since John already gave the date. It's going to be. (laughs) It's Monday, April 24th. I said it first. Um, At 530. I recommend they have valet parking. And I don't recommend you get there at 530. You need to get there before 530. uh, Because that place gets crazy. It's $60 online. And $70 at the door. And I highly, highly recommend you get your tickets beforehand. beforehand. Right on. Um, beforehand. And the annual Ducks Unlimited event includes a uh, free valet parking, two beers, cigars, and dinner. Because they got a food truck there. I think it's Porky's was the name of it. Porky's, Porky's Pride. Pride or something like that. They they don't just do pork. They do some other stuff in there. And it's pretty good. Like, I, I think I had their, their wings or something. Don't they do a funnel cake? It was very good. Do they really? Everything they do. Is, wow, is they do a funnel cake. They do. Cool. They do. Yes. And Neat. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you catch our, uh, our our previous episode, and you can uh, hear uh, uh, Mr. David talk. We left out of that episode. There is the potential that if you get there early, you can participate in the yoga class. The yoga class, yes. Okay. Yeah, as we were setting up last year, I, was sitting there I going, guess Monday nights down there, at least a year ago, they would do yoga or aerobic exercising out on the lawn next to Cahaba, which interesting place to do that. And they came here to do all their healthy stuff, and we're here being even more healthy with our cigars and relaxing and our, our guns. Oh, John. John, the looks. I remember getting there early, setting up. I popped a cigar, and I'm walking around waiting to do some events, just kind of waiting for everybody to get there. And it, everybody started lighting up cigars. And you oh. should – I mean, I, I walked over oh. to where they're at, and I kind of looked oh. over, and you just oh. sort of seen their faces. It was like, some... Ooh, what does that smell? Ooh. And I'm like, guess what? You guys can complain to management all day. Oh, they, we ain't even – so you better finish oh, up I love your class it, man. Start blowing it their way a little bit there. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I puked that If out. you do make it down for that event, Devin, you should take a little recorder. I can even lend you one of my little recorders, and, and you can use them as part, part of your interview on the street. There you go. For our upcoming That's episode. perfect. Okay. Oh yeah, let's goodness. do that. That's great. Perfect. I love it. Yeah, I'll get a few interviews on the street. See what people think about cigar smoke, and I'll tell them oh, about the monogram number nine. I told a, I told a customer about that uh, on Tuesday, and he he was like, "Really? Yeah." And I showed him it on my phone. He took a picture of it. He you goes, just should have up. directed him to smokingunderground.com, where we have all the information about all these episodes, links to everything we recommend you purchase, including monogram number nine, and it's highlighted on the front page. Right on. What's funny is you can't type in monogram number nine into Amazon and get it anymore. It's now it's called like cigar health really, or something like the title on Amazon's huh. changed. That's the, probably the, because the seller changed. So the seller changed. Okay. That makes sense. How about that? Interesting. And uh, if you're thinking you're going to get one for yourself and one for somebody else, but you'll get one for somebody else later, go ahead and get the one for somebody else now. You know, with two, maybe three books, purchase those because you'll get them at that price. Because as soon as you purchase it, they're going to raise the price back up. Good Lord. Uh-oh. Devin's, so we, we have, Devin's having technical difficulties. Or either, or either he's trying to open up a, another beer, keys. one of the two. 
Oh. No, I thought I heard something crunch or whatever, but I couldn't see any of us eating a potato chips. We kind of abandoned our discussion about lighting. lighting. We talked about yeah. the matches. We talked about kind of using the torch. Of course, there's the, the alternative of the soft flame, and there's soft flame butane-powered lighters, and then there's yep. just regular lighter fluid-powered lighters. Yep. And then there's yeah. Zippos, which... Everybody thinks a Zippo is an ideal cigar lighter. Okay, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, because of anything that has a lighter or a propellant, we'll call it a lighter fluid. Very good. That has an aroma, it will impart itself to a cigar. Sure, It'll be like sure will. Think grilling with charcoal grilling. If you use too much lighter fluid, Beautiful. your steaks taste like lighter fluid. Look at you. It does the right. exact same thing with with any of the lighter fluids to your cigar. It'll alter that. Yeah. And now that I said grilling, I forgot about the other one, which is the infrared lighters, which about the only one we sell is the high altitude yeah, Zycar. Uh Zycar, yeah. which is a really inexpensive lighter, about thirty bucks. It really is, isn't pretty it? Pretty durable, really is, various yeah. colors. Uh, it's got a lid mm -hmm. to protect the top and prevent dirt, but it doesn't even use a flame. You you ignite it, and it just glows bright red, and the yeah. heat that comes off of yeah. that burner, it's like using an infrared grill. If Some of our listeners probably have used it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, when you're using I've actually never used I had that. one. I, I really, really liked it. I would like to have it back because it would be great at this place. I never had flame-ups or anything. It's still in the butane family, but a soft flame, not just a table lighter, but like, I uh, forget the name of it, but it's, it's like almost like a, oh, you talking about the, yes, yeah, the Alec Bradley burner. Right. Yeah. The big bulbous yeah. one that you can just leave on. Right. Right. I just, there's something classy about that. It's like, it's just sitting there and you can just lean into it. And the whole flame is like, you know, the size of your thumb and it just engulfs the front of your cigar. Like a Bunsen burner in it. I would still put it more in the torch category than a soft yeah. flame. I love history and living in the past, and that always puts me back to chemistry class and science class in high school and our Bunsen burners. And that's effectively what it is. It's a little portable Bunsen burner. Oh, it is a Bunsen burner. That's it. You could probably toast a mar marshmallow on it. Yeah. Yeah, right? You can. Yeah. Right. It's just classy. Yeah. Like, it's sitting on the table. It's just And that's what I mean is, like, is the total effect of it is if I'm going to do something like that and I have one, the thing's going to be completely full. I can just picture sitting around a table or something outside somewhere and just I have that thing constantly lit. I never even turn it off. I leave it on the entire time on a low burn. If you need it, you turn it up and you grab it. But just a do low you have burn. any at 280? Uh, yeah, we, we have some in stock at 280. He, he keeps them sporadic around. If you have an outdoor smoking area for two or three people, it's... It's really a nice piece. Uh, Gary sold me one 10 years ago, and I still use it. I still have it. It still works. Oh, uh, wow. It does take That's a awesome. – make sure the shop fills it before you leave because it takes a ton of fluid. <laughs> it does that. And for it us to does. refill it, it probably would require about a three-cigar purchase because Harris has put a limit on the number of lighters we can oh. refill. Oh, it's awesome. Due to me, I got – I, I'll be honest, I complained about the three people that came in and dumped a dozen lighters on me, and they never bought a cigar. Is that right? 
Yeah, that, that, okay. that happened at Patton Let's... Creek a couple of days in a row, and I said, eh, we got to stop this. And now it's Good. pretty much one or two lighters per cigars. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't mind filling your lighter up. Your li- And I say that lighter. I don't mind filling your lighter up. I don't mind doing that. But don't uh, don't dump a half a dozen down there and just say, hey, can you fill these when I've got butane and lights and power and employees to just say, hey, yeah, sure, no problem at all. Would you like a, a cigar to go with this too? How about that? Just go pick one. Go to the Ultra Premium Caddy. No problem. Well, there's a topic for an upcoming episode. It would be kind of a bitch topic, but... uh, well not not quite but like i said there's now a limit on the number of lighters we can fill based on kind of the cigars you buy the problems kind of went away i haven't seen it but i've been at 280 and haven't been back at pat creek for months and i'm not just saying saying it's pat creek people little things that you do out of kindness but it's that one person does something and it takes it hurts everybody else it's like we had to take all the you know lighters out of all the lounges because it was costing three and four hundred dollars per store per month in lighters. And when you operate five stores at say three hundred dollars, that's fifteen hundred dollars a month you're you're losing. Uh, we can that's either raise crazy. cigar prices or take the lighters away from you. And then we put matches out. And then thank you. Right. Well, and they all then have the anyway. people started taking the matches or throwing the matches away or. You know, they use one match and then throw it in their drink when they're done. So now we've taken the matches away to everything's got to be on request. We, you know, we're not allowed to hand them out. And it's little things like that. So just be a little bit nice, you know. Well, have etiquette, you know, just have a little bit of etiquette. Use your brain a little bit. Don't take advantage of the system. We do this because we want you coming back to buy. I mean, to be honest with you, that's how it is. It's a marketing ploy is all it is. We're not here for your service of just dumping it and leaving. We don't, we're not there for that. Uh, it's like, it's like bringing your own cigars into the cigar lounge. You don't do that. You just don't. Uh, we, we've got a humidor, you know, 280 is the easiest in my mind to really explain that with because it's two separate shops. There's one side that is the cigar shop that sells cigars and cigar accessories and has the cash register and, and the bar. And then there's the other side that has the lounge. And that is prime facing 280 real estate. I don't know what Harris's lease is, Ooh, I but do. I would bet it's between 20 and $30 a square foot minimum. It's a booger. Where that is. And that's, I don't need, I don't know the exact square footage, but say that lounge is a thousand square feet. So he's paying 30, 30 grand, 35 grand a year to give you that lounge to smoke in. He could take it away instantly and add to his profit. But that's there for a convenience. That that's you talk about a loss leader. That's quite possibly a loss leader if you figure 15 guys a day use it with a $10 cigar. Right. It's you know, brings in 150 bucks a day. So it's a convenience. It's there to be nice to you, but you've got to respect it a little bit because it's not, especially at 280, it wouldn't be that hard for it to go away. Yeah, right, right. Right. 
this is we've done episodes before on cigar etiquette, and the reason we it just touches naturally is the whole aspect of you're not just talking about like a McDonald's. You can go in and just right. trash, and they're going to clean it up and stuff like that. Like it's not a huge corporate environment of of robots, man. Like you're coming here to smoke. I know. I know they've they've I've unlocked a little bit of the smoking in other places a little bit better, but at the same time. This is this is a place you're choosing to spend time at, so you gotta you kind of have to um, you kind of have to know what you're doing here when it comes to the way you want to treat the place that you're living at, so to speak. You're absolutely right. They've gotten rid of the, the lighters. They've gotten rid of the matches. It's on well, it's on request, but it's simply because people taking advantage. I don't want to sound cruel to our user base, but at the same time, you know better. You know better. You absolutely know better. And you're choosing not to do it just simply because, well, I'm paying this much for the cigar. So therefore you should be doing this. And I'm like, I, I get where you're coming from, but that's not the whole overarching point of the, why we still have a brick and mortar because he could close down all of them and just do straight online. Yeah, and, sales, and I want to be upfront here when you're, t when we're podcasting or you're doing radio, we're supposed to be talking to you, an individual here. We're talking to a group not necessarily a lot of our listeners aren't guilty of this, but we say this and we repeat it, you know, right. every 20 or 30 episodes a little bit, because maybe we'll get that one listener that I'm somebody like that. Sometimes things get suggested to me and I'm such a hard head. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But I hear it three or four or five times. And all of a sudden, you know, they really got a point. That's kind of why we do this is I really hate to take lighters out of the, the lounges because there are some people that they kind of need, need them or uh, 280 gets a lot of travelers, uh, people staying in a hotel and come over. They can't travel with their lighters and that. Now they're lighting with matches or have to come up to the counter and beg to use one, you know my personal lighter or Tammy's personal lighter. Right, right. It's not fair, but that's, you know, that's the way it is. So we're not yelling at everybody. I know there's plenty of, of you out there that don't take advantage right. of the situation. Right. But yeah. yeah, one bad apple ruins the whole bunch. That's what I was trying to say earlier. And I get heated about that subject just simply because it's, it's your home. If you go there on a regular basis, it's your home. Just, just help out just a little bit. I'm not saying you have to do everything. Just take care of your, yourself. Just take care of yourself. You know, it's like the old sign we used to have in the shop I was at. As a matter of fact, it was the sh the shop for my dad's uh, DME company. And it said, uh, your mom doesn't work here. Clean up after yourself. Your mom doesn't smoke here. Clean up after yourself. I like that. Right on. Right on. Right. Well. I, I always apply the uh, mentality my grandfather had about borrowing lawn equipment. I remember right. him getting upset at my uncle one time. And he goes, when you bring something back that you borrow, you need to leave it in the same or better condition than you found and you it. you borrowed it. Right on. Agreed. And I mean, it's as simple as just take your trash to the trash can. And right. Anyway, lighting styles. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was waiting on somebody to swirl that back around, but that's okay. And you, you can do that too. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We get off on our tangents. Yeah. Yeah, we so do. I'm I'm the little big guy here. I'm 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 learning from you guys over here, right? 
again, I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, the only reason I really do the butane number one is just quick. That's all it's quick. I want to get it lit. I want to get it going, especially this. Now I tell you what I do uh, enjoy the cedar is it, if it's a, if it's a uh, Connecticut shade, natural wrapper, right. I love it because it just brings it because the Connecticut shade, either both Connecticut, Connecticut and Connecticut, Ecuadorian, both, they have a cedary undertone anyway. And the cedar strip literally just brings that favorite flavor through. And I really enjoy that part right there. That to me emphasizes the experience in the smoke. I really like doing that. But there's, I think that there's one thing I think I need to mention here. And that is, if, John, let's go back to what you were talking about, the Zippo lighter, uh, or even, you know, maybe a soft flame. If you want to do a soft flame lighter of some kind, have your cedar strip. You know, it'll, it'll, man, it'll save your fingers a ton, you know, yeah. so. I'd agree. I really like Devin's statement last week. I never heard it before, but in the last episode, he actually talked about splitting the cedar. If your cigar comes wrapped in cedar, how, you know, how to split it. So you have it for a relight, maybe in the middle or a purge, but also that if the cigar comes with cedar, he felt that the manufacturer wants you to light it with cedar. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but it's really a practice that uh, I guess I've unwittingly always done yeah. is if it comes in cedar, I always light the cedar. I don't break it in half or whatever, but I light the cedar and light the cigar with it. No matter what type of lighter I have, it does, I think, improve the cigar but I commonly, like Gary, I, I want convenience, I want quick, easy, and I want it to work. And I use the Vertigo Cyclone. They're 16 bucks a lighter and clearer smoke, uh, Vertigo big tank on it. And I was lighting a cigar last Sunday when I was in the lounge. I said to the guy that was sitting there in the, fr the front chatting with me, I said, I don't believe it. I think I have my first cyclone that's failed. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh. You know, it's three, four years old, that one. I mean, I've got half a dozen of them or so. But no, I, I twisted the little thing on the bottom and adjusted the flame, came right back to life. That? It just needed, it's beginning to wear, but I just don't understand the people that can buy one of those and they come back two days later and say it's broke. Right. I'm not the easiest man on lighters. And like I tell customers all the time, I have a nice Zycar. I have a nice Calibri. I have a Prometheus. I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't have a, you know, a Davidoff or anything. I sh almost bought a Davidoff a few years ago, but I carry that, but I always have a Cyclone as a backup because I travel a lot for work. And when you're in the middle of Tennessee or when I was with the, previous museum and you're in middle of Iowa, nowhere, and you want to have a cigar at the hotel, hotel doesn't have matches for you when your lighter fails. And that cyclone's just always there. Nice triple flame. It works for just about any size cigar. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I would tell I you as a, as a nice PSA to uh, lighters, because uh, they, <laughs> at my shop, they call me the, uh, the lighter wizard. Or I can speak lighter because I can always get everybody's lighter working again. Yeah. So you have the black bottles, which are like high octane, and then you have the standard bottles, which are not. 
And I tell people with new lighters, you need to use the standard. As your lighter gets older, you're going to have to switch over to the higher octane. It's a little bit purer. It's a, it ignites a little bit faster. It makes it a little bit easier because I have a Zippo, but I have a butane insert from, and I can tell you because of how small the reservoir is and how everything works, when I put normal lighter fluid in it, I can adjust the, the size of the flame to be just right. When you put high octane into that, that thing sounds like a jet engine and I have to turn it way down because yeah. it's not ready for that yet. It's not old no. enough to, and decrepit enough to where the, the higher octane is going to be helpful. And it's just a good gauge. I think, I don't have any science to back this up, but just from a mechanical standpoint in my brain, the higher octane you put in there, the faster it's going to burn and harm the lighter over time. That's why I'm like, if just use the standard stuff for a while, for a long while, you're going to be using it for a very long time. And then when you can start to see that you're putting the standard stuff in there, you're purging the air out of it and it's still kind of not doing it. You switch over to the high octane. It's coming up to time to get a new lighter at that point. Like you're, you're getting there, but that's my personal experience having field a bunch of lighters and seen different quality lighters and other ones i've seen guys bring me lighters that are you know well this one's like 15 years old and i can't seem to get it lit and i literally filled the entire thing up purged it filled it back up used my lighter to help light it like i'd press the button and i would see the flame when i lit it but for some reason his igniter wasn't lighting the standard fuel yeah. so yeah. i'd have to push the pin back in there get rid of as much fuel as I can, usually about half of it, and then fill it back up with the high octane and it would light every time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, yeah. that ignition, that ignition lighter switch, it's just a metal pin sticking out that hits electrical charge that helps to light it up. Yeah. And that pin will start getting smaller and smaller and smaller as it deteriorates from being burned. Yeah. There's a, there's a piezo. There's a little piezo that's down at the bottom of it that hits. When it hits, it ignites, and that piezo just wears out. Right, right. Yeah, and the, and, the high uh, octane kind of makes up for that. Yeah, and and that you're right, and uh, and that rod that comes up from the piezo, which is that little nipple on the tip right there, that right there just starts to, like you say, starts losing the continuity, and yeah. when that happens, then you know the lighter's just about on its way out. Right. About done. I tell people never, no matter what, do not set your lighter to full blast. Even when yeah, it's God brand no. new, oh, never Lord set no. it to full blast because oh, you no. want to, you want to, you want to try to get that medium level. You don't want to be too go. low. You don't want it to be super high. You want it to be somewhere in the middle. Right. And then right. when you're having to turn it almost up to the very top mm. with the normal fuel, yeah. yeah. when you put the high octane, you should be able to gauge it back down a little bit. Right. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That's uh in, uh, I want to emphasize one more thing too, and this is uh, of course uh, about the lighter uh, itself, and that is that uh, I don't care if you get it from us. I don't care if you don't get it from us. In a sense of get good fuel. If you're going to use a lighter, get good fuel. Don't use Ronson. Don't use Walmart, CVS. Don't get it from behind the counter. If it's in a yellow container, drop it. Get it out of there because yeah. it. Uh, it's it's heavy oil base. It's made for industrial. It's made for it's made. You for can burn, smell it. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, it's made for. Uh, it's basically made for Burnsomatic, uh, which is a industrial type torch uh, that Walmart sells or any industrial place sells, and it's made to do uh, brazing. Is what it's made to do, and right. it's made. It's very heavy on the oil. It's very 
the impurities in that thing are nil. Uh, you don't, you don't, it's, it's very, uh, oil based. It's very nasty. You start using that, you'll get about three or four light, lights out of your lighter. And there's a little hose in there. And that hose is about the size of a hair. And that hose will take that oil and, and it'll clog it and you will not light it again. So yeah, it's, it's very nasty. important to know. Yeah, get good fuel. Get good fuel, man. <laughs> Remember, thank you for being here today on Smoking Underground. Remember, yes. there is a uh, follow button for the podcast. Please. Look for our, our social medias, our YouTubes, all that. Like, share, subscribe, all the things. You know what to do. We'd appreciate it. And as John likes to lovingly say, just share it with one person. One person you know who smokes cigars. If you're listening to this podcast and you found any ounce, any ounce of good information that you enjoyed, somebody else will, and probably somebody you know. So just say, hey, check this out. I enjoy this podcast. Send it out to them. Just do a share. Your smartphones make it easier than ever to just hit the share button and just send it to somebody and say, hey, I enjoy this podcast. I think you might too. Take a listen. I'm going to throw in here. I got texted about 15 minutes before we started recording. Yeah. Or I'll call it a homecoming of sorts. Okay. The former manager of... Patton Creek's coming back to visit us, Carson. He's going to be in town April 12th through 14th and bouncing around all of our shops, giving away some swag and Ashton stuff and maybe has some cigar deals. Don't know. I just got, well, let me see if I can actually read the text. Carson planning to be around the shops April 12th through 14th, promoting Ashton and his other brands, swag and cigar deals. Uh, if you're out and about 12th or 14th, swing by. Maybe you'll catch Carson. Maybe the deals will be there or not. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know if he has to be in store when they happen or not, but maybe more details next episode. Do you think he might be around next Thursday? We could probably bring him on, possibly. Yeah. I don't know what next Thursday's date is. I've got 14 calendars in here. One moment, I'll, <laughs> let, you, I'll let you know. One, one second uh, here. 13th is next Thursday. I could yep. check and see if we could uh, we could get him. I That'd mean, be great. Mr. John, do you have any uh, legal lights for us today? No real legal going on. Good. Okay. Well, we'll try to we'll try to hit it up next week if we have something better. So right now, uh, if it's good with all of y'all, uh, I'd love a, a nice little summary of what you thought about it, Gary. Oh, this? Y'all will love it. Oh, the Padron? Padron's, man, the Padron's like driving a Volvo, man. There ain't <laughs> nothing bad about it, you know? There, there, there isn't. Um, I, you know, again, I'm, you know, I thoroughly enjoy it myself. It's, it's, I don't smoke Padron that often. I really don't. But when I do, I do it enjoyably, relaxingly, and with good company. Uh, and that, uh, that to me is, uh, the, the bomb. I love this thing right here, man. Hints of, uh, a cocoa, sweet cedar, and a little bit of charred oak in there. Uh, and I really, really like this thing right here. Thoroughly. So this is a 7,000 series. It's the Gordo. It's the 60 ring gauge. Uh, so it's the, it's the big boy of the bunch of the thousand series. Just thoroughly enjoyable. I love Padron. Man, Padron just does stuff so good freaking good they don't even have a rep that's how good they do they don't even need somebody to come around shops they just sell it to you man i love that how about you buddy i would say this uh padrone 7000 series and the 60 ring gauge it's 
I'm getting a lot of that char that you're talking about. Like the cedar's hard for me to detect, but overall it's just a very consistently smooth, but on the deeper end of smooth flavor to it, which is what yeah. I get with all the Padrones I've ever had. Is it's just right it's there's not a huge complexity. It's not like, oh my gosh, it changed from the beginning to the end. It's usually all the way through. Yeah. And then right. as you go to the different series of Padrones, they get richer. But it's always this smooth, deep. Charcoal is a great way to put it. It's a, it's it's the best things about you, like charcoal. As you you know, I'm a Padrone fanboy, so I enjoy all of them. And I just I've only ever had one bad Padrone, and that's it. And you can imagine I've smoked a lot of Padrones, and this is an amazing cigar all the way around. Good price point, good size. I want to be enjoying this driving to the brewery. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. What uh and and not get not getting too noisy, uh, nosy, but uh, I will. What, what do you what do you plan on smoking when you get there? Strangely enough, my boss last year for a uh, Christmas present, he Uh-oh. gave me uh, two uh, Lost Cities. Oh, really? So I'm saving one of them for a bachelor party I'm going to in September, and I'm smoking okay. one of these tonight. Look at you, man. So I'm, I'm going big or going home. I've been oh. wanting to try it. I've actually never smoked a Lost City before. Oh, went, you'll love it. Why am I keeping this in my humidor? I'm smoking yeah. it. That's it. There you go. Now, you need to save the other You need to save the other one for the yoga class, man. That's what you needed. Well, I'll try, but I don't think I will. Okay. No, it's in September. Could, could be at the bachelor party. That's right. There's probably could be some yoga. <laughs> yoga. <Okay>. Gymnastics. <laughs> Well, <laughs> and and I'm just going to say that's Devin's way of doing the often rumored yet to really be produced Fuente Padron combo. Cigar. That's right. That's right. I'll roll it myself if I have to. Right on. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, John, for everything you do. You are a indeed we greatly appreciate it. Yes, we um, do. We love hearing your voice on the podcast, even when I re listen to them. We do like having you in here, whether you yes, like it or not. Yes, indeed. God, yes. Lord, yes. Uh, Three Musketeers. We that's dropped right. two. And uh, thanks, Gary. Good. Yeah. You as well? Both of you. By all, all means. All right. Everybody, make sure you uh, smoke and drink responsibly. Uh, good cigar etiquette. Remember, leave it at the same or better than you than when you got there. Yes. And we'll see you on the next exciting adventure of Smoking Underground. One lighter only. One <laughs> lighter only. That's right. So we'll, uh, so it's your, your talk and then Gary's, uh, voice acted intro. And then we just go straight into it. Right. Yep. Okay. Plus I'm the producer. I'm not supposed to talk during the show. I mean, you keep saying that, but I'm, I'm not having it. Uh, me either. Uh, me either. Well, there's a couple yeah. of times you guys have tried to pull me into the show and say some yeah. things and I might comment yeah. back that I delete completely out of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care of that. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's man. fine. The stars, the stars will. Because I can sit here, more. eat my pepperoni, drink my karma, and. Uh, <laughs> John okay. says, "Bag just collect some money. We do all the work, Dale. So, I like it. So uh, we're just gonna have a lighthearted conversation about light style.